Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational, educational, and entertaining podcast for auto detailers. Welcome to the community. Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast. My name is Marshall Hill, and I'm happy to be on this journey with you. My co-host for this uh, talk is Nick from Vegas Rides. Nick's out of Las Vegas. Hails uh, on at Vegas.rides on most platforms where you can reach out to him, or the best way is to shoot him an email, Nick at VegasRides.com. Uh, best way to reach me is at Total Off Solutions on Instagram or on TikTok would be at Detail Supply App, but the best way to reach me is just as one detailer just did, reached out and talked to me over the phone, 918-800-1188. Nick, thanks so much for your patience. Had a really great discussion with the detailer, uh, talking through some different products, going through stuff. But one of the big discussions became, you know, hey, customers, I've been always having this package. You know, I, I don't have anything in between customers. He's having a hard time getting this big package. We, you and I have talked about it. So that's why I just had to bring it up. I mean, it, not anything that we were going to go in and talk about today, but wow. I mean, literally it held up our conversation today and just got off the phone with them. Interesting uh, things that we have said will happen are beginning to unfold. And so it's cool to yeah. uh, kind of see go on. So. Yeah, guys, you know, look, they, you need to have, packages that suit a lot of people right if you want to be niche and you just want to be a guy holding a polisher and you're not trying to build a business you can be pretty picky you can be pretty niche but we talk to most people they want to build a business that's who we talk to every week when you're building a business you can't be you know really isolated in one price point right you got to have a lot of different services and you know your entry level coatings or those types of, of services go a long way getting into that daily driver uh, type of business is probably what you're talking about here is how do I uh, still give somebody the ceramic experience without a $2,500 price tag and and, and there are good guys are out there doing that one step polishes with an entry level coating uh, if you don't have that package go build that package and you'll find some success yeah and you know we've said this before and we'll continue to say it a lot of the reasons why we've been able to share information like that previously going into moments is because we're actually working in the industry on a regular basis. It's our day-to-day in and out job. You are much more heavily into the detailing side with fully operating and running a large business there in Las Vegas. Uh, Our detailing is much more smaller scale by, by a lot means, Uh, you know, but we're both still actively doing it. And so we've been able to see and be able to, impact i think detailers by giving them information just from a different perspective of two guys that yep. you know combined over 40 years in the industry yep. uh, whereas most people just put out ideas that they learned in a boardroom hey what's what's cool about what you and i did uh in 2020 yep. and nick i'm very excited about 2021 with the amount of content that we'll put out uh for the community helping young detailers and and young just simply could be age or just years in business either way the amount of information that that you and i put out thank you as always for your time versus other parts of the industry and other people that care to share information you know we definitely trumped quite a bit and put out a lot more information so 2021 is going to be just nothing but more of an onslaught of incredible information out to the community 
Yeah. And, and the reason that we put out information, at least from my perspective is, is I tried to get across to guys in many different conversations we had last year and will continue to say this information in is results out. So the people that you listen to and the people that you think are driving you and the people that you think are behind you in these different ways in the industry, remember, if you take their information in, that's going to be your results out. So if it's a salesperson for a coding company who's never actually sold a detail in his life, giving you the information, what's going to come out the other side for you? You got to ask that question. I, I've said that pretty, pretty steadily the last 18 months we've been doing this. And so guys need to take information really, really seriously. Also look at the companies that aren't providing any uh, information at all during a tough, tough year. And looks like it's going to be another, again, little bit rocky year. Opportunity is going to be there. Uh, there's always opportunity, but there is going to be some, some bumps that people go through. So hopefully some things we share in 2021 continue to help. Yeah. And we're going to kick it off with a, a kind of an interesting, uh, something that you and I haven't really talked about a whole lot, but it's part of the overall podcast, you know, what we've been doing, talking through, especially being here in Christmas holiday season, a lot of family time can be very beneficial. Uh, yep. I myself really, really enjoyed uh, my family time where I got to spend with my daughters, uh, hopefully you as well with your daughter. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, but it can also be extremely difficult time. Yeah. Right. But uh, not family members or for me, in my case, saying goodbye now today sure. to family members. It was about three years ago that they've, well, no, it's four now that they officially left. Uh, and then, you know, so I, I have to say goodbye every holiday and they send off and I don't see them again for three or four months. Yep. It, man, it's, it holidays can be very great, yeah. but on the flip side, holidays can also be very, very tough. And so, you know, moving into, you know, our side and our discussion for what the overall brand has been talking about holidays and, you know, family, how does family affect business? Well, for some people, full-blown, you know, spouse or partner, uh, significant other is invested into the company, works in it. Some doesn't have a clue, but there's no doubt if, if you listen to any of the episodes or if other people have listened, you know, you get it both ways. We've had Darren that came on that we had a really tough time, like myself, you know, other people, which was interesting from Jimbo, it, nine years. And then it finally clicked. Yeah, it's not too many people that would stay married for nine years battling before it finally clicked. I mean, mine, I my agree. spouse was seven years and one week. The one week was significant because in the state of Oklahoma, you get alimony after seven years. So, you know, I ours had officially probably dissolved in her mind before that. So kudos to them for, you know, if you would say sticking it out or yeah. maybe it, it should have been canceled before i mean i look back at my marriage and go you know we were in therapy pretty early may i you know writing on the wall maybe should have just but that's a tough decision to make right we yeah. we all make decisions in life but but we're business owners on the other side and so our life decisions things that we do personally nick do you think let me just ask this question from the start do you think life decisions impact business or are those two completely separate? Oh, they absolutely affect it. I mean, uh, you know, you see a lot of people whose home life 
as business owners is in disarray or not organized or, you know, in a bad spot, let's say not divorced yet, but they're struggling with, with if they're going to stay married, they're fighting all the time, business goes down. When their marriage was good and their home life was steady and, and they knew they could count on somebody and everything at home was taken care of, the business was at its height. Uh, think about the guys and gals out there that have intertwined their relationship in a business. It's a whole different thing. Now you're talking about who gets the business, who buys whom out, who's really put in the time, whose skill really got them where they're going to go. I've seen it all. Uh, so I think our conversation today, especially for those young guys that are maybe in the beginning parts of a relationship or older guys that listen to this, that are struggling in business and start thinking about, Hey, is my spouse or, or loved one holding me back? You know, hopefully we can shine some light on it because I think a lot of people don't tell the truth on this stuff. This is a very personal conversation. It's hard to be upfront because you think somebody's going to judge you or, or whatever, but you know, we've done these types of topics before and, and we'll be happy to, to maybe shine some light on it. And, and when we're talking about discussion and topics, I mean, we're talking about, could you be out of business because you marry the wrong person? hundred percent. And for me, that, that case almost completely happened. Uh, you know, when I came home to a, uh, a wife that was leaving because she didn't feel I loved her because I spent all majority of my time. And then even my free time, <laughs> you know, really working on the business to survive. I mean, listen, we had nothing. And so we were building out of nothing. And that just means what just means you got to work. Yeah. Well, but if, if the spouse doesn't understand that and they want you to sit and watch TV all night, yeah, that's, that's always the biggest disconnect, right? Once we start talking about owning a company, the biggest disconnect for a spouse is it's not a nine to five, especially when you're starting out. You can create a nine to five later uh, by making the right decisions, building your company, right? You know, you and I've talked before about this. It's just not how it starts. Nobody's business starts at the end when things are good and rolling and organized. And that's not how things work. So those first years, I think not only you as a business owner, you start to misunderstand things because maybe you came from a different background or you worked for somebody before. There's a lot of reasons that you're just trying to figure things out. If you have a spouse that then doesn't understand that this is no longer a nine to five bank job uh, or you know, being in law enforcement where you have a shift or a construction worker where you have a shift, uh, any kind of those backgrounds where you had a shift uh, I think that's the biggest obstacle people face, right? Is that they don't understand as a spouse that you may be 12, 16, 18 hours a day for quite some time. It's not going to be for five minutes. And so how have you handled that? If we want to go personal, do you, yeah. do you have discussions? <laughs> Did you set precedents? You know, I, as I look into relationships, Man, I mean, there's no doubt that the, the, the next spouse or partner is going to have to understand some things. How, how did you handle that? I've tried it both ways. I tried uh, involved and constant conversation about it. And I've tried 
this is my company. This is my job. When I come home, we don't really discuss very much. Now, when big things happen, you'll say, hey, you know, here's a cool thing that happened uh, in the company this week or whatever. It's not like you never share, but it's kind of superficial. Right. You know, it's not like nuts and bolts. Um, I much prefer the separation. I, I mean, my success as a business you know, has been when there's an understanding of what everybody's role is and the role isn't involved in the business. It's when you get support at home and when somebody takes care of, you know, the stuff at home and organizes your home and you don't have to worry about that, you're able to do a lot of other things. Your business becomes infinitely more successful. I think far too many people, and I made this mistake, you have to have everything organized from A to Z from home life through your business to really find success. Doesn't mean things have to be perfect, but you have to be working towards an organized thought process of how you're going to run your life from home all the way through your business, which you don't have to do if you have a job, right? If you have a job, it's like, I'm having a bad day at home or a bad week or a bad month. I can still go to my job, get my check, whatever. I'm not running that much usually when I have a job. I'm just, you know, controlling a couple things. When you own a company, you're controlling everything. And oh, by the way, your money's on the line. And so there, there becomes a big issue. But I think once we got organized and, and really found our, our, our place in this thing and realized, hey, this is your company, I'm going to handle these other things at home. And that's going to be the support system. And it's not so much about, hey, give me a piece of advice. Hey, what's your advice on this customer issue I'm having? I find that it's not fair to put them in that position, quite frankly, because they don't know the whole story. Okay, so you're not going to get great advice anyway. It's not because they don't have great advice. It's because they don't know the whole story because you're not going to ever tell somebody 100% of a story. It's like the telephone game when you're a kid. Nobody ever got the whole story. So I think that guys put people in bad positions by doing that. And I certainly have done that. So this isn't a judgment on everyone else. I, I certainly did that. And when I started to understand, hey, look, this is, this is just independent, right? Like this is this, no matter how much you want it to be a team effort, the team effort comes from the home outwards. It doesn't start at the business. And too many people think, well, you know, she has a say in my business or he has a say in my business. Who, you know, if a guy, if a girl's listening to this or a guy listening to this, you know, my significant other has a say. Um, it creates too many chiefs in your business and that oftentimes doesn't work. Yeah, I. There's no doubt that that's a journey that was a part. Well, let me let me say that a different way. There's no doubt that that was a mark during my journey in business, and and a mark that will go down in my journey as a big massive failure. When I began to listen to my wife, who had never run operations, never signed her name to put down a, a DBA to, to go to the state. Every little thing that it took to get to run a business, never had done it. But yet, because she was my wife, I felt that I needed to listen to her out of submission to the home, right? Out of submission to a healthy marriage and peace at home around kids and all that that can go on inside of a house. When the wife wasn't happy about the way she viewed things in the business to be going, man, it, 
it caused a lot of mess back home. And so I made false decisions in business to justify better lifestyle at home, which ultimately caused a demise because you used a key word though. Yeah. The view she thought she had yeah. of the business. That's the key. Nobody has a view in your business who's not putting in those hours. No human being. None. Not your significant other, not a business coach, not a mentor. At the end of the day, if they're not putting in the 50, the 60, the 70 hours alongside you, they don't have a view. They have a skewed view. Okay. So we just led the podcast off talking about information. If they don't have all the information, how are they going to give you a great and valid opinion? I couldn't do that for anybody, right? Like if somebody called me today and said, I'm having this business problem at a casino on the strip in Las Vegas, I'd be like, okay. I mean, what the hell do I know about that? I don't have any view of that. And so it doesn't matter how close in proximity somebody is, if they're not in it, what kind of advice, we say this all the time, if somebody's a sales rep for a company, do they have the same view as you and I who are 40 years combined into the detailing industry? The answer is no, it's not their fault. They're just hired for a job, but their view is really skewed on what the company told them to say. The same thing goes for a significant other or a friend or a family member. They don't have the entire view of what's going on. Now, if you seek out on a specific issue for somebody's opinion, that's your decision to do so. And we, all of us have done that. Mm -hmm. What often happens in a spouse situation or a girlfriend or whatever is when things turn toxic, they start to tell you all the things wrong with your business. And once again, they don't actually know what's going on because they're not in it every day. And so this is where guys get in a lot of trouble that we talk to. Uh, my wife makes me do this. And I'm like, does she work full time with you? No. I'm like, that's, that's a strange business decision. If a guy off the street walked in and told you to turn your cell phone off, you'd do that? Well, no. Well, what's the, they both equally know the same about your business. I mean, that's what we're talking about here. And this is where people get confused because they think home life and businesses is actually connected when it isn't. If you had a job, regular job, and you weren't a business owner, would you let that person say, your, your, your wife or, or girlfriend tell you, hey, walk into the boardroom and scream at the CEO? <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't allow that. You'd be like, hey, look, at my company, we do things this way. You know, I can't do what you just said. That's how you would talk. But as soon as there's a business ownership and there's some type of, of mental thing guys go through where... They think now I need to take in all of this information from people that have no, no skin in the game. And just because they're married to you doesn't mean the skin is in the business. They could be, their skin is in your life, meaning the home or whatever it is, you know, their job and what they bring financially. But that business is its own separate entity. And it needs to be viewed that way, I think, for guys to, to really understand how bad things can get. Because if you allow people into your entity that don't have a good view and they give you bad information, there's one place that that leads and that's failure. You cannot succeed with bad information. It doesn't happen that way. 
you know, some of the bad information that I was given was selling a car wash, uh, going to go work for somebody, uh, try and have me spend funds certain ways to, you know, that they wanted, you know, she wanted funds spent, you know, a lot of things like that, that, you know, really did when you talk about could cause some dramatic failures. There's no doubt that the, the big reason why I'm passionate about this series and we've talked about it before over the podcast, I think we did the past couple of years um, is because listen, I, not to throw out my trash, right. Not to be a, a trash right. dump, but to just say, listen, I, I have major problems in, in life, uh, in my body uh, that are dramatically affected of, of the anxiety and of the pressure that was brought on by bringing in the wrong spouse into my life that also assumed that she was going to run a company that I had previously already began that I didn't have anything to do with her. Um, right. And I look back at it now and I just go, gosh, I just, I just listened to the wrong stuff, but I did it so much out of peace at the house. And, and I think that could be a struggle for a lot of guys is being able to being able to have that ability to communicate with their spouse, but that's not easy because I guarantee you some detailers and let's just say guys, because that's who you and I are. So we can easily, you know, more intertwine our minds to theirs. They're going to listen to this and look at their wife and go, there's no way in fucking hell. Right. Uh, There's just no way I could talk to her and tell her to stay out of my business. And we've been there. I mean, look, everybody's been in that thought process of, wow, this isn't going to go well wow, this is going to be an argument. Wow, this is going to make things bad for a while at my house. I mean, right, all the thoughts that everyone has. I mean, I don't think any of us have never, I mean, you'd be lying to say that it, it, we've all been through Rocky. That's where this is coming from, right? Like you've been through Rocky to your extent, whatever that is for you. I've been through Rocky, whatever extent that, but guys need to hear this. Like it's going to be Rocky until you get this ironed out. It, it, you're, you're right to think it's going to be rocky, but you use the word communication, how you communicate. And I failed at that, you know, uh, it, that is something you're going to deal with the rest of your life as a business owner, communicating to family, to friends, to significant others. It all changes when you own a business and they don't. So you just need to accept that and your significant others, no different. Um, I just find that my life is much happier when there's a separation between church and state, so to speak, you know what I mean? Which is like, she does an awesome job around here. You know, she's going to, she has a very nice career of her own, um, you know, highly respected financial person uh, in the mortgage industry. Like she's going to go back to work here in mid January. I don't really want to know a bunch about her job, you know, share the good stuff, share the fun stuff. I don't want all the trash from your job. Why would I do that to my significant other? And I don't think guys see that enough where they just come home and dump about their company because they want to share with someone. How is your wife ever going to have a positive view of your company if all you do is dump your trash on her? And you've made the mistake. I've made a mistake. This is no judgment. We've all done that. That's why the separation of, of business and, and personal needs to be taken seriously. doesn't mean you have to believe in my way. But my way has a theory behind it. Does yours? That would be the ultimate question that guys should ask themselves. What is your theory? My theory is if I separate it out, we have a happier home. 
because when you're a business owner, you just want to share the bad stuff. You, you very rarely want to go, Hey, you know what? I worked on the, you know, the coolest car for the 58th day in the row, right? Like you don't, that's not the fun stuff you share. You think you do, but you don't you usually share problems and you usually share half the problem because we're all human and it's hard to tell the full story. And so I think in, in some ways you need to ask if it's fair to them. Now, if you have a spouse that's just speaking up out of turn, that's a conversation you're going to have to kind of deal with. I, I don't think we can give advice on that, Marty. I mean, yeah, that becomes a marital thing. That's yeah, that's, that's not, that's not, we're not uh, marriage counselors. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not the right guy for that. Yeah. You know, previously when I was uh, under cloth, I could probably uh, you know, get by <laughs> at, at doing that, but uh, no longer wear the cloth. So, uh, you know, yeah, I don't it's get not too much marriage counseling anymore. And by the way, guys, you don't want to hear my, <laughs> you know, that's not going to be helpful. So we'll, we'll just leave that to somebody you should trust, but the, the recommendation I would give for those detailers that have heard this and go, you know, I, it'd be a very hard discussion to make. Um, but if there's something inside of you, and let's say it's not even a hard discussion, you just haven't had that discussion. So either way, let's not press judgment that it might be hard or not hard. You inside know you need it, right? There's, there's no doubt. Uh, the next relationship I have, I will need separation, right? I'll, I'll need even, even some recent ones that we thought we were going to get very close and even talked about, you know, marriage interjected views into my business and said that they wish that I would do or not do stuff. And I went, hold on. I've learned my lesson. Like, yeah. please, like, I need you to not voice your opinions into how you think I should run my business. Right. And, and it can be done in a way that, listen, if, if you know your spouse, then you know why that spouse loves you and exactly. really communicating from that viewpoint. Listen, you, you love me for this, this, and that, like, I, I need to go be me and I need to go run my business. So in order for love and everything that you love about me as a person, in order for it to continue, in order for us to, you know, move in the direction, the positive movement that we want to go into, listen, we, let's sit down and go through it, you know, but Nick, let, let's be very clear. There might have to be some, some give and take on both sides. Oh yeah. There's the spouse 100%. might say that, right? So how does a business owner go, well, you know, is that just a case by case basis or is that, I mean, or is it from business? Do we have a, you know, here's what a um, bare minimum. Yeah, it, it's probably case by case, but a lot of times it's, it's also time under your belt. You know, I don't want to give anybody the impression that you're going to have this ironed out because you listen to, you know, two <laughs> idiots on the internet. I mean, that's, you know, that's not, I don't want anybody to think that, but it's just going to be time also, because what's going to happen is you're going to go through this really stressful three years. Okay. Those first three years are stressful. doesn't matter what human being you are. They're stressful. So a lot of that's going to be a whirlwind, right? And you're just going to be trying to like get through. But in that time, what will happen is you'll figure out if you're willing to have a theory of what you're doing, you'll work through that theory in those three, four, five years. It's not going to happen overnight. That's the one thing people need to realize. Just like we try to tell guys, you're not going to grow into a big company inside of 12 months. Okay. Take your steps and you're going to find success if you do the right things. The same would go for this, right? I don't want guys to think that, 
you know, 10 years in, it's perfect now. It's, it's not. I mean, there are certainly times when, you know, things bound, you know, boundaries are overstepped and you do a mistake and they do a mistake. I mean, that's, that's never going to go away. And it should never, you shouldn't ask somebody to be perfect. You're not going to be perfect. It's, it's always going to be a little bit of a, a work in progress, but the foundation, you have to find out what you want. For me, I just like the separation. You know, I really enjoy coming home and not having a bunch of work baggage at my house. Now I do work at my house, you know, obviously now with COVID, most guys do, but it's independent of everybody. You know, like it's, this is me and you are independent of everything in my house at the moment. And so I want guys to realize that, that that's what I have found success with the people that I know that are hundred millionaires and billionaires, uh, their wife doesn't come to the office either. I have never seen ultra successful wife involved businesses, significant others heavily involved. I'm sure. Somebody's going to say, or email us or, you know, this happened for me. Great. There's always exceptions to the rule, but the rule that I see is guys and gals that separate things when it comes to owning a business and treating it like a true job how you treat most jobs. You don't come home and talk for three hours and interject your opinions about everything. You don't really do that. But for for some reason, when a marriage owns a business, that turns things really weird. And I've never quite figured out, and you could probably make a zillion dollars if you figured it out. I've never actually figured out why that changes. It's something strange. You've watched it. You've been a part of it. I've been a part of it. When you own a business or when you work at a job, you're reacted to two different ways by maybe the same exact person. And maybe the million dollar answer is what you said a second ago, because before you couldn't just go into a board and say whatever you wanted. But if you're yeah. the owner, hey, it's whatever you want because you're the owner. So I'm going to well, make you do yeah. what I think you that's should a, do. That's a good point because you, you know what you hear all the time. You can take the day off. You're the owner. Yeah. It's like, uh, that's not how day, days off work. That's not how it works. But yeah, you're right. You, you probably hit the nail on the head, right? All right, zillion, send them to me. <laughs> send them over. Yeah, exactly. You might want to put that in an ebook and get that on Amazon quick. But All yeah, right, I mean, you know, I, I want guys, you know, this is a tricky thing. And it's always going to be, it's always going to be touchy. You're going to have to figure out what works for you and your significant other. But if, if you're getting a bunch of opinion unwarranted and you think that's going to end well, or you're getting a bunch of opinion from somebody that isn't helping drive that business significantly, I don't care what human being it is. If it's your wife, it's your husband, or it's just somebody on the outside. I don't think that equals long-term success because you wouldn't just take it from a stranger. You wouldn't allow a stranger to do that, but because you're married, you think you should allow it. I don't think that kind of lines up. And so that's where I would start with my basis of figure out that basic thought and, and where you land on it. Maybe you disagree with me, but I don't think you just take willy nilly advice and too many guys just take advice from significant others. And you shared a story, right? Like you took advice because she was your wife and boom, you're out of a car wash. And it's like, now that you look back on that decision, you can laugh about it now. 
it's fun to have a joke now. It's fun. Oh, yes, damn. you can. <laughs> you know, it's fun to call it, you know, we've all made the, the big mistakes. But at the end of the day, it only happened because of this significant other. Well, and not it, only, but I mean, they were, they were a major, major push, uh, you know, yeah, encouraging I mean, me to do it. Yeah. And so, you know, guys need to understand that. And, and overall, you know, as we, we close this down, Nick, thank you as always for your time, man. Uh, really great input. It, overall, what we're trying to do in this, this episode, and I hope that detailers will hear the heart of it is not saying that as doom and gloom. We're not, we're just, just trying to give out some precautions. I think we, a lot of times Nick and I talk about pitfalls because like we said, if 40 plus years uh, combined experience in the industry, the thing that happens with uh, experience is you see pitfalls. You see things yeah. that, that are common issues that many people will continue to repeat. And by giving these examples and discussing them, that's, that's what we're trying to do is help young detailers to help you, I mean, not, not make mistakes, right? Like Nick said, perfection is not attainable. But what if, what if you could skip over some of the pitfalls that other people have had that that would just kind of ensure you a little bit more greater chance of success? Because let me tell you, as a 42-year-old man that's divorced with two kids, listen, life becomes a lot more difficult under those situations than together in a marriage, all working together for the benefit of the company or, you know, for the benefit of the family. Some people have walked away from businesses to support family because the dynamics didn't work. So you're going to have to choose, no doubt. I made my decisions. I'm pushing forward with my decisions. Those decisions, well, some were catastrophic, some vitally hurt. Some decisions, though, for business, have actually blossomed into some really cool things that gives me as a person great opportunities for the rest of my life. So whatever decision that you make, you know that, well, you got a spouse you're going to either have to work with or against. You're going to have a business or you're going to grow or you're going to fail. You, congratulations, the business owner. It is your journey to make those decisions. We are trying to encourage and help you to make the decisions for both. So go ahead, take your time, sit down. Whether you need to schedule it, go out on a date, get away, however you need to do. If you have any issues at home that would affect, whether that's communication, whether that's time, whether that's what you do when you get home, whatever it is, make sure you get your shit handled so oh, yeah. that your business can continue to grow. And that's ultimately, both of those is what we, Nick and I, I'll speak for you, Nick, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Ultimately, that's what you want for the community. You want both to be successful and moving into 2021, no doubt that we are gonna need business to be successful. And so we are wishing you the ultimate success in 2021. Nick, thanks for your time. We are gonna head out and, uh, we look forward to seeing everybody at the Community Pub on Wednesdays. Zoom ID 918-800-1188. We will see you there. All right, brother. Talk to you see soon. You, man. Okay. Episode is over. If you got any value from it, leave us a review, share the episode, 
and find us on TikTok. It would mean the world to me. Mm-hmm.